Hi, I'm Cody Alexander of Match Quarters. Welcome to another episode of the Art of X Show. Today, we're going to talk about Fangio's cover six. Uh, when you talk about Fangio's coverages, a lot of times you hear they're complex, uh, you know, lots of learning on the back end. Uh, and one of the reasons why that is, is because you can't necessarily from the naked eye figure out exactly how they're calling it, the structure, what they are. There's a long list of coverages. Uh, if you really break it down in terms of what his playbook is, is but one of the most unique things that he does is the way that he structures his cover six and it matches perfectly with the middle a middle of the field closed or single high coverages that he uses predominantly now the past couple of years the fangio system especially with the la chargers la rams and the broncos a lot of people have been looking at it and they're saying well okay this is a too high system Yes, there's a too high system, but that doesn't mean that they're playing quarters. It doesn't mean that they're playing cover two or even Tampa. A majority of the time, and even though they have a, a, a too high shell over 80% of the time, what you're seeing is that it's really a middle of the field closed or a, a weak rotation defense, especially versus three by one. Two by two, they typically spin to the tight end or depending on what they want for a game plan. But what you're seeing in his cover six, which is his probably the most used coverage um, outside of just, you know, regular quarters or Tampa, you're going to see the cover six. Now, when I say cover six, if you're a saving guy, that means that you're thinking weak rotation middle of field close that's not what we're talking about if you're kind of a, a old school quarters guy or just a, a, in general just a, that is where your familiarity is cover six is, is quarter quarter half what Fangio does is he actually pinpoints where he wants the cover two side and what I think that this is a genius way of doing it and that's why we're going to spend today breaking it down on episode 13 so let's go to the beginning the spread one uh, starting in the early 2000s, we started seeing more and more spread offenses. Uh, you know, the NFL has kind of always been an 11 personnel team uh, kind of for the past past decade, two decades. You know, a lot of people have been running 11 personnel. That's something that's always been around there. But in terms of spread concepts, you know, these air raid concepts, these uh, kind of meshing of the West Coast concepts with these vertical air Coriel you know, think best practices that have been around since the 70s, you know, the modern game has really become a passing one. Offensive base rules, explosion of seven on seven from the ground up. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a state where uh, it's football crazy. I mean, we've got, we've got kids playing seven on seven um, all the way down into the elementary schools. So these quarterbacks are growing up in these systems where they're throwing the ball uh, literally since they are uh, – eight, nine, 10 years old. And then when they get to be 18, they're throwing in these, these spread offenses when they graduate or they enter the draft, they've been in these spread systems. So maybe the language is different, but in terms of concepts, the concepts are same. And that focuses on the QB position and the development of the QB position. Um, I think also to the development of the wide receivers. We're seeing this in the past couple of years where teams just really aren't missing on receivers. Receivers are coming in understanding these spread route trees that are a lot less complex than than the normal kind of what we've seen in the NFL there's a shift in a covered first mentality for defenses because of this remember defense is inherently reactionary the offense knows the play they know what they're going to run they set the formation the defense has to react to it and because of that reactionary 
concept of defense you know now we're seeing this coverage first mentality we're not setting the 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 front first and then worrying about let the coverage adjust no we're, we're setting the coverage and then the front is adjusted off of it and and i'll go into that as we get through the show there's been an uptick in two high coverages especially in the past couple years uh, i'm gonna go over kind of the the case of the mahomes uh kind of where he went from 2020 to 2021 and, and how that shows and really illustrates the shift that you're seeing. Uh, what are some trends that we're seeing, especially in the NFL? Two high coverage shells. Now notice I didn't say two high coverages, full stop. I said two high coverage shells. That means what we're seeing is the contouring of the secondary is going to be a two high coverage. It's going to look like middle of the field open. And then post snap, we're going to see it snap down into different variations of middle of the field closed, or they're going to stay in some sort of split field coverage. The NFL has always been dominated by middle of the field closed because what has traditionally been the way that you stop teams, you stop the run. Now we're starting to see a different shift towards it and I've always argued it is so much easier playing down with leverage than it is to play back with a panic right if I'm if I'm working down off the table means that I'm I'm aligned deep and I'm working down I have such a better vantage point I mean think of it in terms of uh military right you want the high ground right i want to be on the high ground if i have the high ground i can see everything and i have better angles if i'm looking up i'm at a disadvantage which means in football if i'm already down towards the box and i've got to work vertically it's much more uh it's much harder for me to do that and then make sure do I cap a vertical or do I carry a vertical? So bringing it from depth is something that you're seeing a lot of teams doing and that's how they're reacting to defending these, these pass heavy teams. Offenses are using pre-snap quick motions. These are your jet motions, fly motions, orbit motions and wide zone plus play action pass. Well, what's a great way to defend yourself from motion is to stay in a too high shell. If I stay in a too high shell, Maybe the only person that has to move is my nickel because he's going from the – they're changing the passing strength and he just rotates with it. Uh, even then, I could just pull the chain and I still have leverage on either either side. Again, we go back to that leverage of depth, right? The safeties have the advantage of depth, and so therefore they can leverage themselves against these quick motions. Play action pass, especially off wide zone, has become something – a topic in the past couple of years, especially at the NFL level, that you're hearing a lot of people talk about all the time. Well, if I am a wide zone – quarterback i have to show the ball uh, peyton manning has talked about this before you know on these wide zone play actions you have to show the ball if you don't show the ball then then the defense can react and see well he doesn't have the ball in the hand and start dropping back if i show the ball fake if i show the ball and, and the defense sees the ball the box backers see the ball then they can then rush up there and they can see that so for a defense if i see the ball i'm going to attack the ball right well, how can I counteract the wide zone play action pass? Well, the quarterback has to turn his back to the coverage. So he already has a pre-snap mental model of what he has in there. He, he has an expectation, right? It's human nature. I expect this to happen. This is my mental model. Once I turn around from that wide zone, if the coverage had shifted to a middle of the field closed, or maybe I'm, I, I see a safety low and now he springs high, we're giving a different contour. Now we've changed it. And now I have to reset my entire mental model 
all while I've got defenders coming at me because I just gave play action. So that is one of the reasons why this too high shell is so important to NFL defenses now. Early down passing rate is rising, so you're going to see more too high shells. You're going to see more ways that you can cap vertical routes, deep crossers, especially on early downs, especially with analytics changing the game on the offensive side to a more pass-heavy game, a more early down passing, uh, and really more of an opportunistic way of playing uh, playing style for offenses. How do you counter that? You counter it with a too high shell. Again, it's a shell. It's not a too high cover. We're not talking split field coverages, but what it does is it allows the defense to leverage from depth. And I think that's the most important thing. Why the Fangio system is king. Two high coverage shells. Like I just explained, being able to leverage yourself and mitigate risk from depth is something that is, I think you're going to start seeing more and more of a trend. Easier to play down with leverage than back with panic. I, I said that a little earlier. Not a quarters cover two base system, but uses depth of leverage. Teams across the NFL are moving to the Fangio style uh, of defense. So yes, it's a copycat league, but I do think on the defensive side, you're starting to see more and more of these teams saying, you know, what this is really smart let's go away from what we've normally been doing and let's change it up a little bit it will be interesting and really this year will be kind of a uh, kind of a petri dish of how offenses are going to adjust especially the McVay systems that we see Andy Reid with the Chiefs Howard and, and Shanahan with the 49ers all these systems are kind of spreading through the NFL how are these offenses going to interact with it, with these defenses as they start taking away some of these deep shot plays that they've been used to having so let's talk about the curious case of Mahomes heat map two high covered shells right in in 2021 not necessarily too high covered shells in 2020 so you see that the the heat map that he has if you look at the 2020 heat map yeah you have a lot of you still have some screens underneath but what you see is kind of a lot of these vertical shots in between the 15 and 20 yards and you see that these these deep reds on kind of the outside of the hashes you see this right you look at the 2021 heat map and there are way more passes behind the line of scrimmage and everything tends to be literally in the middle between the hashes and from the 10 yard line to the line of scrimmage. There's not a lot of deep shots. You still have a little bit of a red area between the 15 and 20 to the left-hand side. But other than that, everything is 10 and under. For an offense that is used to scoring a ton of points, and especially uh, having worked in an offense like that with Art Bryles at Baylor, they don't want to throw the ball under 10 yards. But by you doing that, it makes them impatient. They don't want that. They want the shot plays. They want to be able to make a, a large chunk plays. That's how they want to get down the field. When you make them dink and dunk it, that's when you start getting impatient. Uh, you know, and it's it's funny that people talk about Mahomes and his struggles from last year. But again, it has to do with the adjustment of what they're seeing. Uh, and it will be an interesting look at as the AFC West has really developed in the in the, this offseason and kind of all these stars are starting to go here and, and even on defense, how is this going to react and how are the Chiefs offense going to do that? Because what you're seeing is you're seeing these defenses have capped the offense and they leverage crossers, right? It forced the Chiefs to be patient and it forced 
force them to do things that they didn't normally want to do. So I think what, why, why is this system so important? Because it has success. It's had success versus Shanahan. It's had success versus the McVay system. It's had success versus Andy Reid. And so what you're seeing is a lot of these NFL teams over the, the league are saying, you know what, let's try this out and let's see if we can't do something there. So let's talk about, again, kind of the, the elephant in the room. Well, you can't just put everybody in pass coverage. You have to be able to stop the run. And it is still important. Stopping the run with less numbers equals you have more players in coverage. It's simple math, right? I have seven defenders in the pass. I have five eligible receivers but how can I change that math because the issue is in the run game I have five offensive linemen maybe I have a, a blocking back maybe it's a running back uh, and they're running quarterback and you have Josh Allen and you have Jalen Hurts you have some of these other uh, quarterbacks that can now run so middle of the field closed coverages especially with, with guys down on the line those aren't necessarily great because your quarterback players in the middle of the field backpedaling for depth so in the run game, especially in these Y off offenses that you're starting to see, even in the NFL, you have six for six plus the quarterback, which means that they now have numbers. Defense is at a defensive at a disadvantage. So higher players are the key that unlocks modern defense, because now what I can do is I can change the looks, right? I can use players in coverage that I normally would not be able to do because they're hybrid players. I can use linebackers that can cover tight ends. I can have safeties now that can play the, these large slot receivers, what we were, People are, are, are using the term power slot, right? No more are, do you, are you have to be 5'8 and 180 pounds and run a 4'3 to play the slot. Now we're kind of using this as these large receivers are moving inside to kind of dictate, hey, you're going to have to play a bigger body in there. You can't just take a slot corner and put him on there. Um, what you're also seeing is a move to a four down peso front. These these two four fives that Aranda has, has kind of made famous, um, they use it a, a ton at Wisconsin. And, and you're seeing this over and over again that they're taking these edge defenders and they're allowing them to rush with a mix of tight and mint. They're also these mixture of even and odd spacing within, within the run fits. So let's talk about spacing really quick. Nine man spacing is max blitz or four lock. This is like the old Narduzzi, Michigan State. Eight man spacing is middle of the field closed coverage. That means that you have uh, Eight people near the box, you're going to have three people deep in coverage. Seven-man spacing is your middle of the field open coverages, right? You got two safeties, two corners. You know, 11 minus four is going to be seven. Coverage now dictates the front and how you fit. If you're going to play middle of the field uh, open, you're going to have to do some things up front to cancel gaps. That's when you see a lot of line movement, fluid fronts, different things like that. Um, if you're going to play eight-man, you're pretty much gapped out, but your quarterback players in the middle of the field. Nine-man spacing, you just have everybody there, but the issue is, is you know, you're really susceptible to play action. This is going to be like goal line coverage. This is going to be uh, max blitz coverage when you're, really, you're sitting in the house. Everybody's basically just playing man coverage on people even our odd spacing you're going to hear this a lot where are the bubbles right if the b gap is open that's usually normally even spacing if the b gaps are closed that's your tight front right that's your odd fit your odd spacing where you where you're closing the b gaps everything's kind of bouncing out to the edges so it, all of this is now 
coming into play because what are you what are you're going to see a lot of times in the nfl is you're going to see eight man spacing uh middle of the field close coverage if you are going to play middle of the field open in your seven man spacing you're going to see gap canceling you're going to see movements you're going to see something to where they're trying to cancel gaps and waste offensive linemen kind of winning winning with four right you've got five offensive linemen we're trying to win with four um so that's kind of that and even in the odd spacing that depends on your pressure packages that also depends on how you want to fit it uh, and what your coverage is behind it Let's talk about front structures really quickly, especially within the Fangio system. The Staley and Morris with the Chargers and the Rams, they kind of prefer a 5-1. Um, and and let, let me just be clear, they all run nickel. They all run a 5-1, uh, which is the penny. Uh, they all do all these different things. It's just more of a preference and what you're seeing. A lot of times it comes down to who who's on the field and what they have uh, in terms of, remember, it's players, not necessarily plays. Fangio prefers a nickel. That's what he normally ran uh, at, at the Broncos. Coverages can carry over because of the edges or hybrids, right? So you can drop a guy into coverage. Now, you're not asking that guy to carry a vertical column. He's not running down the field with his back turned to the quarterback. Uh, these are kind Kind of almost like bonus drops um, kind of get your eyes on that or I'm peeling with the running back um, still a middle of the field close dominant scheme but they use middle of the field open as a tool and as a change up depending on what they're seeing and how the what the offense is doing need one extra in coverage if you're 5-1 so how does the Rams and the Chargers do that they do it with reductions right so they're they're moving the line one way or the other and then dropping wherever they're moving to they're dropping that guy uh, and that's how they're able to get that middle of the field uh, open uh, concepts, especially with the cover six. How can you run five one and a cover six at the same time? That's how you use reductions. You move to an over and under uh, to kind of get the get that one guy out into that into coverage. So let's unlock cover six. One of the unique things about the Fangio system is what he calls three site, and all that is is they are looking at the running back in three by one, especially when he's set weak. If he goes right now, horizontal release, the safety is going to take it right now. It's leverage, right? I've got a speedy player, and I've got a linebacker tucked inside. He doesn't need a chase, right? The, the safety's already moving down there. I've got a speedy defender. I'm going to put him on that. If the running back works vertical or he stays in the block, then the will now is going to take the running back or he's going to take the he's going to take any kind of he's the first to fourth defender, right? He's the first cross uh, first to the flat or the fourth crosser. Okay, that allows the safety to then hinge open and poach any kind of crosser coming. What it allows you to do is essentially get the best coverage person for that. You're optioning the offense if they want to try and flash the running back out fast. Well, then now I'm going to have the safety kind of zone over it and the wheel now snaps in and he's looking for any kind of crosser and he can robot into that. If I have the running back kind of work through the down or I get play action or anything like that, that allows that linebacker to stay inside and take that running back where now the safety can hinge open and take any kind of vertical crosser or anything like that. Uh, what it also allows the defense to do is get the best defender for what they're seeing. So, uh, once you do that and you understand, okay, well, okay, how does this align with the cover six mentality? Well, if I'm manipulating, right, I'm weak rotation with the safety that allows me to have box coverage and that allows me to have four over three to the trip side. So now I can have, uh, I can do what I kind of need to do to that side and I can play whatever coverage I want. One way to get an extra box defender near the box is to run cover two, 
right? Because now that mic doesn't necessarily have to have to have to go all the way to cover three uh, to number three. He's going to have a safety who's going to poach any vertical, so he can kind of cheat to the box. He just has to be there for the snag, right? And then I'm playing cover two over that, which allows that nickel to work the vertical column of two, and that that field corner can kind of just zone over anything. And it's really nice. It's essentially going to be like uh, if you play cover two over bunch, because in the NFL that's what you get. You get a lot of reductions and, and some of these other sets that challenge it. Okay, quarters is inherently weak rotation anyway. So by doing this, you're allowing your that, especially in a three by one league, right? The, the NFL is a three by one league. Weak rotation allows you to flood the zone front side and then collect anything. It allows that safety to stay up. Traditional cover six is going to be quarter, quarter, half. You're playing box coverage over three receivers. Okay, that you have numbers, right? But if what you're thinking about is I'm not getting three verticals most of the time, I'm getting a lot of rub routes, I'm getting exchanges, they're attacking the flats outside, right? Because that's where that's where the softness is in the quarters. Why not just flip it and not give them that? Challenge them to throw the ball a little bit further deeper and outside. The further the ball goes away from the line of scrimmage and the further it, it and the closer it gets to the sideline, the less percentage of a throw that is. You know, we talk about this all the time. A lot of NFL guys talk about it, uh, or a lot of NFL pundits talk about it. College pundits talk about it. Coaches have talked about it. But the the red zone fade, for instance, it's one of the least efficient throws in all of football, yet people still do it. Okay, if I have a dude that's just better than that guy, throw the fade. But even in the middle of the field, if if I'm throwing bombs outside and, and deep, then that's still a lower percentage throw. So I want to force the ball as far away from the quarterback as I possibly can. The system that Fangio has created can pinpoint where the cover two side will be. Normally, it's to the passing strength. So that's why you see the half quarter quarter but it also fits in the whole philosophy of what he's trying to do with weak rotation and allowing that safety that backside safety to poach right inverted coverage makes sense when you see a lot of deep crossers that's where the nfl lives right right now it's these deep crossers i mean think about it tyree kill who's now with miami he was with the chiefs if i'm seeing him constantly what is he doing he's running cross field as fast as he can creating track meets right triangle coverage over three receivers it's rare to have four verticals so why waste something where I think I have to I have to cover three verticals or give them the one-on-one. Reductions are restricted alignment or restricted alignments, meaning that everybody's close to the, the box or we're getting these bunches or everybody's kind of moving in. Where are we? These dirty bunches, these dirty stacks that they don't necessarily show you where that is. Motion as well. Well, you see that in the NFL because a lot of people run in the middle of the field close and they run, which turns into man-man match. So it turns into man, right? So what's the best way to defeat man is rub routes. Okay, cover two is great versus bunch sets and weak rotation cuts any crossers. It allows that that front safety to stay high, right? The backside safety can it can also leverage the X receiver if he wants to run any kind of a dig route, um, a post route, anything back inside, and they push everything to the front side to the sideline. That allows that boundary safety to say, okay, nothing's coming my way. I can hinge back open and, and assist on this. There's been several interceptions that for the Broncos, especially on the backside safety, where he's literally just sitting on the hash 
He's playing his coverage. He nothing comes to him from the front side, and they try and run a dig, and he just he just plants and drives on the ball because the quarterback's expecting him to work to the middle of the field, drop into coverage, and he's just going to either throw it or throw it to him or throw it behind him, and that's not a, necessarily what happens. So while he's working front side for the crossers, he's still body presence wise leveraging the X receiver on the dig. So it just makes sense for them to play that poach technique away and let them play cover two to the front side. So poach and steel have always been around and they've been used forever against the spread. Uh, steel coverage is basically taking that backside safety and sliding him into the middle of the field, looking for any crosser. Okay. That corner's locked up that inside linebackers locked up. So what you're doing is taking that and you're, you're stealing him in the coverage and you're just kind of flooding the zone, but you're not uh, slamming him in there. It's just kind of a, a kind of a, 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 what I would call just a shuffle. You're shuffling in there. You're looking for any crosser. Okay. Uh, poach techniques kind of the same way. You're just working your vertical, your, your vertical hash. If somebody comes into the middle of the field uh, vertically, that's when you're going to latch onto it. It. otherwise you just stay on the hash and now you can assist with the corner okay boundary safety is playing from depth and leverage routes from the hash well i call this a sway technique you're going to sway on the hash right i don't want to leave the hash just kind of want to sway on the hash read the quarterback i don't want to stay i don't want to get too far off the hash i'm not moving into the middle field i'm not dropping down i'm not working over top of the x i'm just kind of staying on that hash and i'm swaying right swaying in the wind the the Field safety or the front side safety can stay high playing the vertical shot front side. That's what I like about this coverage is that you aren't that vertical shot front side that allows that safety to really get depth and not necessarily have to chase anything into the middle field, opening up space for uh, somebody else to come vertically behind him. He can cap everything. He can cap his unit, which would be those three receivers. Reverse of traditional approach, right? We want to play box over three receivers, but what Fangio is saying is, no, we're going to play triangle because that's what we're getting. That's the routes that we're getting. And the way that they are able to change it where they can play cover two to the X Right. So I can press and kind of get that. Maybe they're playing games with the X and, and, and the running back. Maybe they have a running back that's a really good receiver. And we want to play games over that. We want to play our cover two over that. They can do that. And then they can play box over the trips. So you have different ways of doing this. And you can you can then do it to anybody you want. Right. If if the stud, we want to, you know, go go with the stud. They call it Zeus, right? They want to line up to the stud, wherever he is, whether he's the X, whether he's a slot, whether he's number one receiver, that's where we're going to play the cover two side so we can constantly have a cap and we can have somebody underneath it's a way to get a double with act actually playing double on him right we're not just wholesale moving everything over there and playing man on everybody else and then i've got a high low bracket on one guy we can play zone and we can play coverage so that we can kind of make it at almost as much of a catch-all as we possibly can coverage is intuitive and adaptive to each offense because again i have different tags within it i can put the cover two side wherever i need to that's where i think it's important we're not just calling cover six and playing quarter quarter half Right. I may call cover six, but we may run the cover two side on one time to the X receiver. And then the next time I can call it to the I can call it to the passing strength. I can call it to uh, 
their their best receiver wherever he lines up and it, it can change too with motion motion it doesn't matter because i'm in a too high shell i'm already even so if you motion and you change the strength motion you bring three from one side and three to the other side it doesn't matter i i just hey now we're to the passing strength hey now we're we're over here or if this is where the stud is we just keep playing cover two and the nickel adjusts right the coverage defender adjusts so to me i think what he's trying to do is he's creating this fluid concept and i think any more uh, especially with the spread if you can play fluid concepts on defense you're going to win okay so it, it just kind of visually let's look at it i've got a three by one right okay i'm going to play cover two meaning that i've got to have a corner in the flat i'm going to have a nickel who's going to work the vertical hook of two i've got a a, a a mike linebacker that's going to work the vertical mid hole right he's just going to work through the middle of the hole the difference between tampa two and this is one we're playing quarters but also that that mike doesn't have to run through the middle of the field Right. He can get to depth, he can get to, to 12, 15 yards and then just sit and look for help. OK, on the back side, we're essentially going to play man with the corner. OK, and we're going to play man on the running back. And that what that safety is going to be able to do is just sway on the hash. He's just going to work vertically through the hash. If anything from front side is coming vertically, he's going to take it. OK, if they want to run a dig with the X, he can then he can then with body presence defend that. And what it does is it allows that whole front side coverage. If they're going to send somebody away, now I've got a three on two or a four on two. The numbers are on the defense and I've got an athlete who can run on any kind of vertical crosser. So let's wrap it up really quickly. Almost a third of the league will have some sort of Fangio influence this year. That's huge. And that's that's really quickly, right? This this is kind of where it came on. Uh, Fangio kind of got it right there before he before he came to the Broncos. He kind of got his name out there by the way that he was able to play the McVay the offense with the Rams, right? Now, and then Bilicek kind of destroyed them in the Super Bowl using that template and using the template from what Patricia had did with the Lions. Now, that is completely different than what we're seeing is because that offense has evolved and that defense has evolved as he as he went to the Broncos. Coverage is what makes the system unique because it's so different. They can do different things and they can pinpoint it. You know, it's surgical in nature. It's not just, hey, we're going to umbrella this thing and we're just going to try and cover. No, we're going to pinpoint where we want this to go. You have two trees within the system. You have the penny tree and the nickel tree, right? You have the five one, which we see with the chargers and the Rams. And then you have the four two, which is what you see with Donatel. You see this a little bit with the 49ers. This is where I think the, where I think Seattle is going. Uh, the Rams, I think, are going to play a little bit more nickel this year. So you you have two different kind of trees within this. Flipping the traditional cover six makes too much sense because of the weak rotation nature and the three-by-one nature of the league, right? Hides coverage uh, contours from the quarterback because everything is always cover two. It looks like cover two. Everything's a two-high shell. And you can cheat knowing that, Okay, we can I can show low and then bounce back. I can I can and I'm not really low. I'm not five yards and then slingshotting back um, and it can be moved around, which I think is important. And as we go into this year, it's something definitely to look at in the NFL is how offenses are going to start attacking this style of play and then how defenses are going to continue to evolve this style of play and make it more intuitive uh, with with the advancement of just kind of 
everybody has a film now everybody's been studying it How, what is going to be the next phase of evolution in nfl football so thank you for joining me today again make sure you subscribe to the Substack. make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel uh follow me on twitter at the underscore coach underscore a and as always thank you and have a great day